This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, I'm Grongy McGuire, and this is Chantel Fiducci and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the way they were. Hi, Chantel. Hi, Grania. How are you? <laughs> I feel uh, I feel great. I feel slightly tired and maybe slightly hungover because we recorded our Christmas and New Year episodes yesterday. We did and we did it in person, right? We, For the we first time ever. IRL, IRL. It was very immersive and it was like, a, it was weird for me to have to wear pants to record the podcast because usually it's over Zoom so I can let leave things more relaxed. Whereas I go topless either way, so it doesn't really affect me. <laughs> I was surprised how easy we found it. I think we, I think we were both quite nervous that we'd find it really difficult without the, uh, the safety of a screen, yeah. but we fell right into it. It was easy peasy and all of you at home, you'll hear these amazing episodes in just a couple of weeks. So just stay patient. Don't worry. They're coming. I know everyone's bored now that uh, White Lotus is over, so yeah. you've nothing else to look forward to, but now you do. you got our episodes coming up. A Christmas episode and a New Year's and episode. And a New Year's episode. It's very exciting. How has your week been? What's been catching your eye? It's been good. I think it's been a good week, but I do think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the big celeb news this week, which affects us and everyone, especially our podcast, though, which is um, the sad, sad passing of our patron saint Cher's dear mother, Georgia, mm. who died at the the ripe old age of 96, but 96 years young, if you ask me. Have you seen a picture of Georgia lately, Grania? Oh, she just... Gorgeous. She looks like she just hit puberty. She literally looks younger than us. It's I've always had a massive Jones for Georgia. Love her to pieces. Our hearts go out to share wherever you are. We're always thinking of you, but now more than ever. Mm. And I think it's oh I just loved what they had as a mother and daughter relationship. Can you imagine knowing your mom until you were 76 years old? And they seem to, and they seem to get on very well. And incredibly, what a dame! What what a pair of cheekbones! Oh, you know? I know. What a broad, and to pass what? those, <laughs> yeah. to pass those cheek, and also don't forget, without Georgia, you wouldn't have had one of Cher's most iconic ever quotes, which is is which. What is that, Grania? 
to, wait, no, but, say it for me because I'll, I'll get it wrong and then I'll be mad at myself. Well, I don't want distra- to para- disrespect Georgia by getting the quote wrong. I'm probably paraphrasing it as well. But as when Georgia apparently said to Cher, oh, honey, you've got to marry a rich man. To which Cher replied, mom, I am a rich man. So thank you, Georgia, for asking that somewhat, somewhat retro question. But without that question, we wouldn't have had Cher delivering that incredible line of the interview. So that and the cheekbones alone. You have all our respect. So thoughts and prayers to to share and to Georgia, wherever you are. You were the best. Love you. Speaking of a showbiz legend, we have... We have the gift of one as a guest this week. Oh, this He's a comedian. He is a magic man. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly is a little charmer. It is the incredible Sam Fletcher. The way they were. Hi, Sam. Hello. Hi, Sam. Thank you for being Hi. with us. Thanks for He's- having me. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. You've picked an amazing couple, but before we we dive in to uh-huh. that incredible romance, we are a very romantic podcast. Do you consider yourself romantic? Well, yeah, yes, I, well, I suppose I do. And also the fact that you know me, Gronia, and you've been to my, you went to my wedding. Yeah. You were very complimentary about my wedding. It was a, a it was a very good day. We we had the ceremony was very it was a good balance because it was a very romantic service and then thank you, thank you. The, the reception was a lot of fun and then there was a silent disco so there was yeah. something for everybody and also there was something that happened during the speeches that because I don't want to give too much away about the the couple here ooh, but there's ooh, something hints, isn't hints. there that happened I like an early hint yes isn't there something that happened that's slightly Linked Related to what we're talking to... about. Do you think? Interesting. So they were married. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. We've whittled it down to some married couples <laughs> who had a speech at their <laughs> wedding. Speeches Ooh. at the wedding. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so you, as you've just revealed, are a married gentleman with mm-hmm. the, the lovely Anna. What's the most romantic thing you've ever done for her or she's done for you? I think... The the thing that really so we've been together for like almost twenty years. It's quite scary, really. Oh, wow. We've been married for five, but we yeah. I don't really like to sort of remind myself because it's it's awful. Yeah, it's really depressing. <laughs> yeah, not it's because not be because of the relationship. It, no, it's yeah, I know, I know. Yes, you know, I said I was romantic. Yeah, I've, I've undone all of that. <laughs> it's awful. It's absolutely years. awful. When do you get no. to stop? <laughs> I don't know. When do you get it's, to call it quits and move on? Well, it's it's more that it just reminds when anyone asks you how long you've been married or how long you've known each other, it just reminds you how old you are. Do you know what I mean? It's more about a personal thing of going. I don't want to remind myself that I'm unless that old. you met when you were ten. In which case, you're yes, it's fine. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. So. Yeah, we no, we we no, we but we met at school. We did meet meet at school. Mm-hmm. And, I think that's um, so that's romantic. <laughs> yeah, it's quite sweet. We were in the same uh, maths lessons together. We both did uh, GCSE maths in the same same oh, class. Oh, look at you! And you realise that you were the real addition that worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah we should go, yes. go forth and multiply. We can oh, keep going with lovely this. Stuff, you and her yes. equals love. How many <laughs> well, more if do I'd have? known that I was going to be sharing the maths lessons with my wife, I wouldn't have paid that much attention in that, that class. So then I would have known that she could do all the math stuff. Do you know what I mean? I thought at least yeah. someone's listening. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yes, exactly. So yes, that that was we did uh, went to school together, and then yeah. So I think the one of the moments where I thought, oh, okay, she's a keeper, 
is that I, um, as part of my my act, some of the stuff I do on stage, I used to do just a really stupid like little thing, which was called shoe in envelope. And the idea would be I would take a shoe and I'd put it in an envelope and that would be it. <laughs> that's, that's the routine. <laughs> but I'd call it shoe in envelope. Everyone get really excited. Then I'd just take a shoe and then put it in an envelope. And that's the thing. And I knew that she was a keeper for me when she reserved a, an envelope that we'd received. And she said, that's it. This is the perfect size for a shoe. I thought, <laughs> oh, that's the one. She she supports me in my endeavours. <laughs> Did you get down on bended knee right then and there? I put, and produce, I put another, her shoe produce another envelope right in my envelope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're quite. And also, I mean, Gronya, again, you refer to me and Anna as the little little otters, don't you? Yeah, the little sea otters. <laughs> <laughs> just so cute they pair them together i cannot express how cute sam and anna are genuinely i think like you should be just pictures of you and anna should be somewhere on the nhs because just make your day sometimes i just think about the two of you just like walking about pointing at things well funny enough there's a picture behind me obviously here there's a painting just back behind me in this uh, obviously audio podcast not not um not oh, visual the here but i'm gonna love just... when we do this fine well look let me let me bring it i'm gonna t- <laughs> take the old headphones out hang on a sec i can describe it to we'll you. do sort of Can like um and it and it has oh, it's me and anna in the middle there's a lot a going on in this picture studio this is studio ghibli so like the J- japanese um sort of disney yeah and, uh, that's me and her in there so that is basically what gronya is describing is me and her anna wow. walking walking around pointing at things an image Look at your little glasses happening. of wine. My brother commissioned I it. it. I didn't do it. When, when, when was it? When was it? <laughs> when was it actually painted that? Why? Because you, you don't think it looks like me. <laughs> no, totally. Are you flattering? Are you suggesting that uh, the lockdown was uh, wasn't very um, I'm uh, forgiving? Saying, I'm saying you guys. It's, it's clear from that painting you guys met when you were younger. Oh, yeah, thank you, Shita. Thank you. <laughs> I led you into that. That wasn't you saying that at all. I led you there. Um, yes. No, that was done for our uh, wed- wedding. That's for as wedding present for my brother. God, and, that must have uh, really pissed off your other guests when he brought that one out. Everyone's like, I know, "Fuck! Right? Yeah. Oh my god!" I'm with some pots and pans. Shit. Oh I, God! I got, yeah. I got, I, I got some of John Lewis voucher. You did, you did. <laughs> and we bought, we actually, we bought a really good thing from it. We got a a big yellow suitcase, one of those really kind of like what they called American tourister suitcases. Oh, those are nice. Do you know the ones with the ribbed? Yeah, ones? yeah, yeah. <laughs> So thank you. I've Gronia. forgotten that we're here to talk about a different couple. I just want to think we're talking about this the rest of the podcast. Uh, Can we just talk yes, about Sam when, and when, his wife more? It's way when more Gronia, fun. When Gronia said we've got a great couple for you here, what she meant was it's me and Anna. <laughs> this is, this is, the sad news is they have now broken up after all yeah, that. Yeah, sad news is yes, exactly. Also, uh, apparently Anna wasn't famous enough for this podcast, so um... <laughs> we're only getting one side, guys, which is how I like breakup stories—just one-sided. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> Well, so you have, I wouldn't describe them as a cute couple. Okay. But they definitely are fascinating. Mm. Um, now, Chantel obviously doesn't know who they are, but just to, I'd like to paint the scene. Now, I'm not saying these world events necessarily affected these two getting together, but we don't know that they didn't. We don't know that they didn't. Because I can tell you, our lovebirds found each other in the year of 1993. 
the European single market removes trade barriers in all EU countries. Jurassic Park roars into cinema history and One Direction's <coughs> Lean Pain is born. But that's so, not all the- <laughs> so it's we're making it clear that that <laughs> those could be factors for this oh. map. This this <laughs> just not my first time with a rodeo, Sam. They're, they're never like, anything to do with it. No, I just okay, try, yeah. I, I kind of switch off when I think of a year when she's talking. But- <laughs> yeah. Okay. So because I, I was thinking, hang on, I I don't think I know this couple that well. <laughs> I didn't realise that Liam Bain had such an involvement in there. <laughs> he impacts most things that happened since 93. Does, you can always bring him all back to oh, Liam Payne. I know it, I does, do. Does she always just say, oh, and Liam Payne was seven when these <laughs> yeah, two... It's always, it's always yeah. what, what was Liam Payne doing yeah. when the couple got oh, together? Is this, is this before Liam, BL? Yeah, this is before Liam. Or... He, was, he, he was always a sparkle in his parents' eyes. <laughs> yes, this is uh, this is 20 BL. 20 years BL, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BLP. Well, what it is, it's like, you know, you watch these historical dramas on television and it's like somebody turning off the radio saying oh these Beatles will never yeah. last so <laughs> I want you to imagine this couple maybe at one stage going oh what's this film about the dinosaurs let's go on a date <laughs> exactly mm. like have it. you heard about this this young boy that's been born <laughs> <laughs> Mark my words, he'll be mentioned in a podcast. (laughs) Somebody will fight for this boy's love. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, sorry, we haven't even got to it yet. (laughs) Okay. But that's not all the only magical thing that was happening that year. Because there was a romance, like something from a Charles Dickens novel. Mm. But this magical story ended... When she said, Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, okay. Is it, okay, is it the magician in the model? Oh, maybe. Is it David, David, with David Copperfield? And he went out with, oh God, I remember who it was. It was, it wasn't Claudia, was it? Was it Claudia? Was it Claudia Schiffer? Claudia, Claudia Schiffer. Schiffer dated, right? Yeah. Very Claudia good. Claudia Schiffer dated Copperfield, yeah. I forgot about them as a couple. That is a weird couple to choose, man. I'm into it. That is a good one. Because they yeah. were, as you said, fascinating. I want to know. I'm very good. I, I have a lot of questions. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping you can provide answers, Grania. How did he do it? That's my first question. Well, so well that's, first of- that's one of the big secrets, isn't it? As a magician, one of the secrets that he's never going to reveal. <laughs> they won't, so every question I ask Grania, oh, we can't tell. Oh, that's no, the whole I'm podcast. afraid my lips are sealed. <laughs> How do they meet? We'll never know. <laughs> So, Sam, he's a famous magician and we hinted that maybe you did something at your wedding that could have been seen as image to yes. his work. What, what happened to Anna on her on her wedding day? Well, I, I think you've misremembered mem- 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 Oh, oh, yes, oh it was hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remembered it. That's the yeah, word. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Good. Uh, yes, during the, the speeches, we thought it would be quite fun, why not, to bring a guillotine out and chop yeah. one of our heads off as a sort of magic trick and <laughs> we thought it'd be funny yeah exactly thank you yeah exactly Mega lols, that, that, yeah yes exactly and it and basically it got that sort of reaction too um <laughs> <laughs> 
sort of regretted bringing one along, really. And I can see why they don't often do that as a tradition. But we did it anyway. And well, uh, nowadays, because... medieval times, that was every single time. Yeah, yeah I know, you? right? Well, no, actually, a friend, a friend afterwards said, what you've done there is... No, he sent a, like, a thank you card. And he said, what, what that, that thing with the guillotine, what you did was you took what was quite a grotesque image of, you know, historical image of, of decapitation and horribleness. And you turned it into an image now of, of unity and love. Yeah, well done. <laughs> So, so what did you yes. t- walk me through this magic trick? I uh, I've had a guillotine, <laughs> magic guillotine <laughs> in my life for as long as I've known Anna. Basically, when I was right. about fifteen, I, I bought a magic guillotine, a big thing that you could a proper head chopper, and I never really used it. And I thought, hey. I'll earmark that for that a big occasion. Day. I mean, it was clearly for the for the wedding, yeah. and so we thought it'd be funny to to build it up like we're going to uh, chop Anna's head off, and then the tables turn, and I go in and I get my head chopped off by my now wife. Classic um, twist. Yeah. Ex- thank you very much. And p- before the head gets chopped off, we prove that it is uh, real by um, chopping a, uh, a lettuce. We got a lettuce right. chopped as well, right. and I said, ah. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. And hey, then... iceberg. Oh, God. Then, uh, do, this do you remember all this? Great. It's all coming back. <laughs> was there at least a lot of booze? Because I feel like I need to be drunk to hear the story. <laughs> I know. It, is a, it was a little bit, yes. And then, uh, and then, yes, she chops my head off, but not really because it's a magic trick. So that's the, that's the big thing. But the funniest bit was before we did it, the photographer, the official photographer, came up to me and said, Sam, just a quick question. If it goes wrong, do you want me to keep taking photos? <laughs> I mean, yes, definitely. The cops might need it for evidence. Please do. I was like, no, film it if you us. can. We'll give us two hundred and fifty quid out of. Uh, we'll get that on. Um, hundred you've been framed. framed. You've been framed. Literally framed by your wife. Hundred percent. Head head cut. It is a bit, isn't it? It is a little That's bit. That's amazing. Order. He yeah. could change his thing from wedding photographer to wedding photographer slash. Crime scene. Crime scene. <laughs> yeah. So you've just doubled his pay packet there. Well but done. what a way to go. <laughs> Literally, what a way to go. Yes. Is that one of your other podcasts, you two? Well, I'm thinking about doing it now. <laughs> Deaths at weddings. What a way to go. <laughs> so, Sam, what was Sorry. it about yes, Dave Copperfield and Claudia Schiffer, their brief gorgeous 90s romance that captured your imagination i think it as a as a 90 93 so i would i would have just been under 10 but i would have sort of been at that point into my magic into into magic tricks and probably seeing the fact that this for all intents and purposes loser being a magician (laughs) i don't think he is a loser but but come on Oh, they're you all know. losers. Come yeah. on. Sorry yeah, to, all the, yeah. to all the magicians I, listening to this show, stop, you I, loser. Now, <laughs> I will say I am, I am a member of the magic circle. <laughs> so I have are. to. So I also am a loser in, in a way. <laughs> but what that proves, what it proves is that even, with, even as a magician, a loser magician, you can still get a really amazing girl on, yeah. on your arm. Or, or partner in any in any in any way, but it also helps if you're worth twenty five million dollars. Yeah, yeah, probably does. think so. I think that's yeah. probably it as well. <laughs> that no, <laughs> At that stage, he was he was a you know multi millionaire, so that's probably also yeah. I don't think you walking up going hi Claudia, my name's Sam. I'm part of the magic circle. What do you say? Yeah. Get, get, my the <laughs> get my inhaler out. Get my inhaler out. 
polishing my glasses, going, mm, excuse me. Excuse me. I've got this guillotine to show excuse you, me. I promise excuse you. Me, Mr. Schiffer. Get, get the guillotine out. Get the guillotine out. Mr. Schiffer. Mr. Schiffer. Yeah, so that's the reason. I think it gave us all hope that, um, you know, it's possible. Aspiration, it, yes, basically. It, exactly, you thought it's an yes. aspirational couple. Yes, but I'm sure that Gronny's going to tell me there's, mm, it was all, it was all an illusion. Hey, God, there's going to be so many things. (laughs) Well, before we do a deep dive into their emotional CVs before meeting each other, everybody is just drumming their fingers on the table, swearing under their breath. But what about their star signs? Well, don't worry, we got you covered. David Copperfield, born David Kotkin, born September 16th. He's a Virgo. A I'm a Virgo. Oh, I like when that happens. Oh my God. You literally could be you still. Oh, Chloe is still alive. Could Who knows me. what's going to happen with Anna? She might be happy to have a throuple. Just put it up. Yes, yeah, she might. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine well, let's find that... out what, what, what her star sign is. Let's just, just double check. Also, I haven't told you what Anna's profession is. She, uh, oh. Yeah, she's a supermodel. Hey, here we go. <laughs> well, Claudia, born 25th of August, she's a Leo. Leo. She is a Leo. A Leo baby. Now, this is what's interesting because, Sam, I'm a Leo. Are you? So this is like if we got married. Oh, wow. (laughs) This now feels weird. If something horrendous (laughs) happened and there's some part of, like, scientific experiment, we had to get married. We have the same... Well, let's find out. Well, a scientific experiment? What are you talking about? That's the only, that would be the only way that you and I would get to get scientific experiment. <laughs> what? That I've, I'm thinking I need some cash. I'm going to go to a, like a lab where they'll pay me, <laughs> pay me some cash Will to marry, to marry you. Marry this Irish girl. <laughs> <laughs> but this but is yes, the, okay, go on. So what do you think the compatibility of these two star signs, Virgo and Leo? Oh, I just have to just randomly guess. Yeah. Instinct. <laughs> Instinct. Instinct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine, fine. So it's so. Are we both agreed? It's arbitrary. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Let me just spin 100%. the old wheel then. Uh, tick, yeah. tick, 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 tick. Oh, I think about sixteen percent. Okay. Yeah. Precise. Um, I'm gonna stick nearby. I usually go widely different to the guests, but I feel like we went for the right track. So um, I'm gonna go twenty-eight percent. Twenty-eight percent. Okay. Interesting. Well. According to their star signs, the shy nature of Virgo, that's David Copperfield, and their caution when it comes to choosing a sexual partner might make it difficult for them to find a language they both understand. Leo, Claudia, wants to be with a partner that makes them feel special and even more confident than they already are. And this is hard for Virgo to give. Virgo will be shy and have a hard time understanding this, while giving love through care might seem a bit ridiculous to a confident Leo. This sounds like low percentage. This reads as a 16 to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I've listened to a few of these episodes where it's it reads like a 16 and comes and out like a 98%. Out yeah. It almost makes it sound like that's all of it Doesn't is really bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. Sorry, everyone. Sorry for the believers. Sorry, believers. Star sign compatibility, 5%. Yikes. Wow. Yikes on a bike. Also, as you were saying that, it did make sense that she's a Leo. She's called Claudia. <laughs> oh yeah it was all there wasn't it it's was all there <laughs> okay so let's have a look at uh, claudia's backstory so she comes from a very wealthy family 
Uh, she originally wanted to be a lawyer and work in her father's law firm. She said she was very shy and clumsy and was terribly insecure about her tall, lanky oh body. Oh, God, here we go. Another model yeah. complaining about being tall and lanky in school. <laughs> they called me a beanpole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. self, really self-conscious. Oh, oh God. Goodness How awkward I am. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, a cut to another scene. David has born in New Jersey to working class parents and they're very supportive of him and they're so supportive they go on to run his fan club, which is very wow. sweet. That is sweet. That is sweet. So he begins practising magic at 10. He gave yeah. himself the nickname Davino, the boy magician. And he became the youngest person admitted to the Society of American Magicians. How old was he? He was 12. Wow, impressive Mm. work, Davino. What age did you start doing magic, Sam? I think just under 10. I think. Yeah, I think 10's about the age for it. Yeah. It is, basically, yeah. It's it's, it's at that stage where you've realised, okay, I'm finding it difficult to make friends. (laughs) Yeah. I know what I'll do. I'll pull a scarf out of a hat. They'll love it. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to rely on things that that work automatically to, to yeah. make me make me seem charming. <laughs> well, so David, he, so he's obsessed with magic, but he's also very obsessed with Broadway and dancing and acting and performing. So he combines mm. these two passions to develop this really unique form of magic that was quite like revolutionary for the period. It was very big. It was very sexy. It was very lame. <laughs> <laughs> very lame. Yeah, read lame. <laughs> he brought he brought all that sort of stuffy stuff right up to the 70s and he left it there. Yeah. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) So then he started making his name for these big stunts. So he does these big stunts. He's in his... I remember them. 20s at this stage early 30s in 1981 he makes a Learjet disappear yep in 83 he makes the Statue of Liberty disappear that's the big one that was the big Mm. one Uh, in 84 he levitated over the Grand Canyon and then he in 1986 walked through the Great Wall of China (laughs) it's all so stupid because we know that none of these things happened and they reported on the newspapers he made the statue no he didn't we all know he didn't do any of these things yeah he didn't walk through that that wall I mean again again I feel now because I'm I am a member of the circle I have to I have to protect some secrets I Genuinely, that is part of the thing that I had to say as I as I joined this society. So, you please fill your boots with it, but I'm just going to pretend as if they are real, okay? Just oh God, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> so, yeah, for no, everyone. no, no, he really did. Honestly, no, he did. He walk walked through, through the that. wall, guys. No, seriously. he did. Yeah, no, he did make it disappear and he brought it back again. Well, so the the uh, the moment of magic that we care about happened in 1993 mm. at a Berlin celebrity gala. David Copperfield was performing on stage. It was a big charity event. And then he had to pick somebody randomly from the audience to help him on stage. Who was it? Claudia Schiffer. 
Wait, are you serious? This is how they're meant to have met, is that he, quote-unquote, randomly, definitely not randomly, picked one of the biggest models in the whole world to come on stage? So they clearly met backstage. Obviously no, this no, planned. he was just on stage. He just needed to bring somebody out from the crowd, and they just happened he to... Peers, be... He peers oh into God. the dark room, Honestly, peers across there, sees slightly older ladies, not, not sure. He goes, see somebody, somebody else a bit too young. No, 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 no. Oh, oh what about... Oh, what about the famous supermodel, <laughs> Claudia Schiffer? We did an episode on um, Kermit and Miss Piggy, and their meeting was more believable than this. <laughs> That's how ridiculous this is. <laughs> oh, when you say that they had a chat beforehand, yeah, he hypnotised her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's very like Courtney Cox being brought up on stage by Bruce Springsteen. By Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and he's from New Jersey as well, so maybe, that, maybe that's just how New Jersey boys do it. Yes, that that was again. That was not set up either. That that's no, a, that's a documentary, isn't it? There. That music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you get kicked out from the magic circle, Sam, if they found out that you were using your magic skills to trick women into falling in love with you? <laughs> <laughs> Ask David. You know, I mean, is he still definitely a member? Yeah, but it does. Sort of fit. Oh, yeah, he is. I think he is. Yeah, he's honorary. I think. But I, I tell you what, it does sort of now in the sort of like twenty twenty two does seem a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Does seem a bit. Yeah. Of, mm, so mm. she comes on stage because she goes on stage. He does a mind reading trick where he guesses what graffiti somebody has written on a wall. Oh my god! Yeah, very nineties, isn't it? Very oh early nineties. Also graffiti, in Berlin, he's do, isn't, he, isn't he doing it in Berlin? <laughs> yes, it seems a bit strange. Oh, hey lads, you know that oh, thing no, that was outside? <laughs> Let's gonna, gonna remind you about it here. <laughs> so. They meet, they fall in love, that's it. You know, they begin this romance. Is that it? And... Oh, cool. Well, it's a pleasure to be a guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, Thanks so much. Thank you so it's... much. Do, I just, do I just you. log out now? Yeah, cool. if you just Thanks. recording, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> okay, just email cool. it over. It was lovely to meet you. Right, see you soon. <laughs> see we meet together. Good luck with Anna. So immediately there's a big fascination because he's really famous, He's but he's famous mainly in America and Claudia Schiffer is the model of the moment. So straight away, there's a little bit of scepticism about just how genuine this relationship really was. Or like there was a bit of surprise. And I Did found... either of them have... I... Sorry, Grania. Did either of them have like big relationships before? Like I know he wouldn't have because that wouldn't have been... He wasn't really a celebrity. He was just this magician guy. But she didn't have any big boyfriends before either, did she? I don't remember her being with anyone. So she was born in... Okay, let's do maths. Can you get Anna for a second? Let's do maths. That's the thing I love to hear in an interview. She was 23 (laughs) when they bash. So I... Wow. So she wasn't... This is... And as well, this is... Like so many relationships and from pre-internet. Of course, yeah, yeah. so vague. And how old was he when they got together then? So it was 93... And he was born in 56. Oh, God. And he was definitely older. He was older. He was in his older, 40s. Yeah. He was in his 40s. Oh, yikes. Okay, so there was a lot going on to make this not seem yeah. copacetic. Well, mm. so there was a, 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 a very interesting interview I found from that okay. period. Ooh, nice. So I'm going to play the part of the interviewer. And Sam is going to play yes. the part of David Copperfield. Okay. So the interviewer asked, for David Kotkin... Copperfield's real name, a kid from Metuchen, New Jersey. Was the idea of marrying a supermodel like Claudia Schiffer impossible? And when is the wedding day? You've been, oh, this, sorry, this is after they get engaged. You've mm-hmm. been engaged nearly a year. What's the hold up? 
We are enjoying our engagement time together. Uh, with over 500 shows a year and touring schedule that has got me on the road for the last 15 years, uh, plus creating an annual special for CBS TV Network. Oh well, I have to say, it, it makes it hard to settle down. Oh, okay, David. <laughs> okay. Next uh, he was doing his own. He was doing his own PR as well. The yeah, PR person that day was uh, was off sick. Yeah, this is life before Twitter, where you could have websites where your tour was listed. My God, goodness, it was hard out there, guys. What you can't uh, see in the in the actual interview is he's also handing over some leaflets and flyers for his. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Just listing every single dish and the telephone number to book tickets. <laughs> the next question: Are you worthy? Are you worthy? Are you worthy? <laughs> Which I assume, right, is a reference to what? it's. Is it um Wayne's World? Is oh it like, yeah. Oh well done. Well done. I was wondering done. what what that's about. Yes, Sam. Oh my god, are you clever? Of course, because in Wayne's World they meet her and say, "Of course, of course, well done, mm. well done, well done." Yeah. There yes. you go. I think that's what it is. We have to no, sort of get well ourselves then. in the old nineties nineties. Yeah, brain extra then. points for that. Sorry, I'll get into. <clears throat> For as long as I can remember, I've always had a lady in my life. Uh, they were not as famous as my fiancé, so I managed to keep my personal life very private. Okay. Doesn't sound smitten, does he? Doesn't sound, <laughs> it doesn't sound super into being that she's like one of the hottest women in the world. He sounds pretty... This all sounds very business-like. Yeah, he's and always it had a lady. Like I mean, he... I've had a lady in my life, of course I Yeah. Have. <laughs> other, I don't know many... Yeah, I've had other ladies. It's just... Mm. So what I should say is, a year after they met each other... They're engaged. Wow. Like okay. Here. So they met in 93. They're engaged in 94. All right. So what do we think? Is and isn't he... he proposing with a big old ring? Doesn't he do like something quite, he spends quite a lot oh, of cash no. on a ring or something as well, doesn't he? I, I... I couldn't find, I couldn't find. You're probably right. I think, yeah. He probably, he probably th- made like Tiffany's disappear for a second, then it opened <laughs> up again. She had a ring or some shit. Yeah, I'm, I, I'd hate to think that it's a magic trick, but he probably oh, did. Oh, God, there definitely mm, was. Yeah, oh, there oh definitely God. was. Oh, and my she's God. She's rolling her eyes a... going, David, come on. Oh, no, he's just such a dork. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so pl- a... Yes, yes, I know you've got a new special on, on CBS. <laughs> Seriously, on CBS. 500 shows a year is, that's insane. That is, that's wild. Yes, so, that, again, sort of implies that he's, maybe his eye is on other things rather than yeah, his um mo- Doesn't seem to be wife. his number one priority is Claudia Schiffer, yeah. Yes. Which is... Sorry, go on. What a go thing on, to Bernie. say. You know, Claudia Schiffer, your mm. girlfriend is... Falls in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from an interview Claudia did at the time. We love each other. We are soulmates. David is the number eight highest paid entertainer in the world. <laughs> Number eight. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's such a weird. Who talks like this? When she said this, she said it like, "We are very in love. Me and David are soulmates. He is the number uh, number eight before." She's just reading off. It's, it's so bad. Oh the camera then panned God. out to find that she was attached to a chair at that point. How much? Blink twice, Claudia. Yeah, <laughs> she want to be saved. Oh God. <laughs> She continues, before I met him, he was on international magazine covers. David is the most intelligent and romantic man I've ever met. And he's a magician in more ways than one. Oh, this is so Lisa Marie and Michael vibes. This sounds like Lisa Marie talking about Michael. This is so weird. This is not how people talk about people that they're in love with. Are we sure she actually said this? Or was she sort of... (laughs) 
Was, was her lips slightly off when she was saying it? <laughs> was it written and she was a, it just had her signature at the bottom, shakily written? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was she sat on his knee at the time and her head spun around <laughs> yeah. all the way around? <laughs> Honestly, I had no idea. Was this wild? <laughs> so I'm going to ask a, a, Sab a very special question just for you. Oh, exciting. First time we've asked this on the podcast. David Bladen, David Copperfield, Paul Daniels, snog, marry, avoid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's maybe the first time you've asked that that question. Not the first time I've answered it. This is all we talk about at the Magic Circle. This is all we do. (laughs) The governors. Yeah, yeah. We all have a good old chat about this. Okay. I think so. It's oh, what is it? The did you say avoid at the end? Is that the yeah? The, snog, um, marry, avoid. Marry, avoid. She's okay. doing the nice version of shag, marry, kill. Yeah, I, well, I just wanted to make <laughs> sure. Classic Grania, just make it all sweet and cute. <laughs> just avoid them. You're going to kill them. Just avoid them. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a, uh, a guillotine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're ready to go. Go on. <laughs> um, okay, snog. Um, I think possibly, even though he's a, it seems like a creep. I think I'd probably hang out with old uh, Copperfield for the money. Mm-hmm. I think. So snog him so, or marry him for the marry. Money? I think marry. Okay. Marry David for the marry. Snog. Hmm. Can I choose sort of an early era uh, Paul Daniels? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let this happen. With yeah. The, with the with the wig when he had the wig on. I mean, he's yeah. passed, so yeah, you can, any era counts now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, don't mean, I don't mean now. Yeah. <laughs> he's already been avoided. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't we have a choice, really? I mean, I'm happy to exhume the body if we're going to do that. Okay, yes. And then what's the other one? Oh, avoid David. Blaine. Yeah, I think Blaine. I thought you'd avoid, avoid David Blaine, yeah. Position take him. Yeah. I, I don't hate him, but I just find, you know, I just I think he, he needs us to chill out a bit. Yeah, yeah. He is somebody yes. actually really tried to make magic cool. Yeah, he tried. Really he tried best. hard, yeah. But it was sort of the enigma, but there's not, nothing much behind it, I don't think. Yeah, really. very, it's the biker well jackets. Said. The minute magicians yeah. started wearing biker jackets, yeah. it was totally dangerous. Done, I agree, I agree. I'll I just agree. take this bike. Hang on, guys, I'll just take this biker jacket off. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> so while Claudia and David are still in their... The golden cloud of romance. What we want to do is use a little magic, if you will, and take you, Sam, on a journey where Ooh. it is the mid-90s. You you got a phone call that was also a time machine. And David and Claudia were like, Sam, <laughs> we're in town for the weekend. Let's head out. <gasps> what do you imagine a night out with David and Claudia looking like? I'm a third wheel. <laughs> yeah, I'm the third wheel. Yeah. With Claudia and Copperfield in the mid in the mid nineties. The yeah. mid nineties. What do you think so they're doing? Where are you going? I, What's happening? I reckon we go and watch Junior, the the film where um uh where they, what's, his, what's name? his name becomes pregnant. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger Emma becomes, Thompson. Yeah, yes. Emma Thompson okay. classic, yeah. We go and see that. And then maybe we go and see the Blue Man group. <laughs> Okay, they would do this. But here's my question. How comfortable would David Copperfield be just sitting in a crowd with everybody else paying attention to the Blue Man Group? Surely he he wouldn't be able to sit still. I know maybe what he's gonna do is as in the in the darkness of the of the theatre, he's putting on a bit of blue makeup. He's quickly (laughs) getting a swimming cap on. 
He's jumping he's, on stage. He's taking his biker jacket off and running up there, and he's going to push one of them out of the way. Or one of them has an untimely accident, you know, and he... He, he just makes he one disappear. Over. Yes, exactly. Yes. And then he and gets he's involved. The third, he's the third What one, do you think the dynamic is like between Claudia and David? Oh, I... Um, I don't think there's much going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I think separate beds, perhaps. I don't know. I, in an interview that he did do, he said they sort of play computer games together. Mm. And I'm thinking, mm. Mm, not, that, yeah. not, not a year in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... In the 90s as well, sign. those games were rubbish. Yeah, that was literally Duck Hunt and Mario, the first <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, it's really yeah. It's rough. Yeah, they were playing Pong. <laughs> yeah, that's not... Personally, I get the vibe that they're having a great time with me because I think me in Vegas in the 90s, I reckon they're in Vegas at this point. I yeah, think we're having an okay. absolute great time. But I've got a feeling there's, it, you know, like when you just can tell that between two people, there's something going on. You can't really ask them what's going on. You know, something, something's happening. They sort of occasionally, the other person sort of just shoots daggers at the other one. I think that's probably mm. happening at this point. I'm feeling a bit awkward about it. And I sort of, you know, go off and get some um, some Smyrna Pisces for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine a lot of conversations where, like, Sam's talking to David or Sam's talking to Claudia, but Sam's mm. never talking to David and Claudia. No. You know what time. I mean? So, David. They're not really together. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Claudia, um, that eyes up here. Eyes up. Eyes up. Hi. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> yeah. I imagine yeah. them just being very separate. They don't seem well, like a maybe loving... they, But, hey, who do we know? We don't know, do we? They could have been absolutely, you know, in love. Well, let's have a look at another interview that David Copperfield did when asked about Claudia. So this is when he was asked about sort of like a lot of cynicism about his relationship with Claudia. Oh, you mean that joke on Saturday Night Dead? Oh, God. I don't really mind. It's not like that show has a whole lot of viewers anyway. And when you're going... <laughs> and when you're going out with the most beautiful girl in the world, there are some guys who are just going to take shots at you. He definitely voted for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> just saying yeah, that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and uh, do you want to read out the next one? See, this is an, also an interview from around that period. None of this is a problem, although it is sometimes inconvenient. I mean, that's why they call it a private life, because it's supposed to be private. <laughs> Oh my god. I've always had a girlfriend over the years. Just, just for, for record. <laughs> he keeps bringing that up. <laughs> but I've always kept quiet. I've never went to premieres. I was always working. Of course you were. Uh, maybe because I kept my lifestyle private for so many years. I didn't appear on as many magazines, but my ratings were never a problem. And my ticket sales have never been a problem. My God, I don't remember him being such a dick. I'm <laughs> sorry. So much about his ticket sales. How? Yeah. It's weird to think that every single time you ask a question, you think it's about ticket sales. The ticket sales. Every single time you have to squeeze that in there, the shoe horn in the ticket around. sales. <laughs> ticket sale. Were they also, he mentioned the magazine covers, and he sounds obviously pissed off that they're a public couple. Were they, I don't recall them being on that many fucking celeb magazines. Were they on tabloids that much? In 94, when, like, Hugh Grant had just been caught in the car in L.A.? You know what I mean? Like, this was not a big celeb couple that was on magazine covers and entertainment she, shows, she were they? She did feature in one of his specials, obviously. Hmm. Obviously. Yeah, were you going to mention sense. this, Gronje? So she plays, she plays a reporter in his special so she makes a little cameo 
Okay. But I mean, otherwise, everyone just knew of them as a couple. But was he suddenly hounded that much? He seems to be obsessed with this whole kind of, I used to be private, now I'm not. Or does he just hate having a girlfriend who's famous and perhaps more famous than him? I him. think, no, I think it was more the, the, the people were saying that he was using her to get to famous. get. Oh, I see. I see. Which was 100% true. So, yeah, I can see why he got upset. And I get a it feeling out. it probably did help his ticket sales. <laughs> I mean, did, did either of you really know who he was? You Sam, I suppose you were, you were into magic. But like Grania, did you really know who he was before this? No, no idea. That's interesting. That's really interesting. So, yeah, he definitely got famous outside of America. I mean, for Based me, on Grania, for me, Grania me, alone, she stayed yes, with the rest yes, of the yes, world. There you go. But hey, for me, I hadn't, I hadn't heard of this girl called Claudia before, before she came, <laughs> before she came onto the, came onto his scene. Do you think amongst, you know, magic students and magic geeks, they were like, oh, I'm going to start taking Claudia Schiffer a lot more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. now my favourite supermodel. Oh, now finally I've got a favourite supermodel. So we've got one more quote from David. If you want to yes. read it out. However, when the woman you become engaged to is on the cover of every magazine around and the most beautiful woman in the world, people are naturally interested. So it's a new concept for me. It's hilarious. He makes it sound like, oh, yeah, I mean, she is. It's just annoying that she's the most beautiful woman in the world. But, you know. Yeah, he doesn't seem to like it. Well, so the amount of times the term the most beautiful woman in the world yeah. in each of these quotes is exactly the same. It's almost <laughs> like it's written by an AI or something. <laughs> That's what I mean. The way they both talk about each other is so like this, it's all written by PR people. It's like they've Who never met each them? other. <laughs> yeah, I'm beginning to wonder if they ever did. Did we ever see them actually together? <laughs> or their actual definite photos, positively, of the two of them together, like, ever. Maybe, but <laughs> listen, here's the thing with David Copperfield. Maybe he just made us think that we had seen <gasps> pictures. Yeah, that's what I'm, th- that's what I'm saying. It was all a trick. Streisand effect gone writ large. Maybe Claudia Schiffer never existed in the first place, and it was he, he created this this character. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, he made the Statue of Liberty disappear, and Claudia Schiffer appear. That's right. And then also seemed to put her down a lot when she did. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, so as I said, all around this couple, there's always whispers that maybe it wasn't 100% legit. And that came to a head when Match Magazine printed this article where they said, and I'll, I'll sort of quote from the article, that David seemed to pack, pick Claudia out of the audience at random, but it was in fact the first step in a devious and incredibly detailed plan. Claudia was paid... £12,500 to be there and her first class tickets to Berlin, Hotel Suite, Mercedes Limo and Bodyguard were all paid by David's PR company. Yeah, this sounds legit. So then Copperfield filed a 30 million lawsuit against the magazine. They said while their first encounter was a setup, their ensuing relationship was the real deal. The couple denied the rumours about their, their fake relationship mm. and they they filed a 30 million defamation suit against the magazine. Wow. And uh, they won. They won their case. Okay. They won their case. What year was that? Was that like mid-90s right now? It was, I think it was about 98. Oh, no, sorry. That was in 99 because that was the same year the couple split up. Oh, well, well still six years though. It was longer than I actually thought they were together. Yeah. But they were engaged for five years. 
And aside yeah. from that one interview where she says that he's very successful magician and lists out his tour dates dutifully, aside from that one interview, I don't feel like she was, I mean, models weren't really interviewed back then, mm -hmm. but there was nothing else from her. It seems very David uh, focused. Like, no one really asked Claudia about why, because that was everyone's big question, was why the hell were you with this David guy? We all know that he likes her because she's so hot, but no one asked her, because well, he was the most intelligent man in the world, of course. Yes. The most intelligent and romantic man that ever lived. Yeah. Well, isn't there that question that, um, oh, uh, Paul Daniel, no, Debbie McGee was asked by, um, oh, what's her name? Mrs. Evan. Merton. Um, what what interested you in the multimillionaire Paul Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. But Sam, come now, come now. You know, you are evidence that if you are a magician with a twinkle in your eye, you can get yourself a lady far out of your league. So surely is this not just, you were just the English version I'm of. very much, bat yes, yes, I'm the David Cup. yes, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm batting above my average, I'll, I'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, what, what? Sorry. Your your point is that my it's point possible. is yeah. Why why do we not think that Claudia was like here's this very confident? Obviously, he's got real drive. He's mm. very, obviously a very interesting person. He's very mm. charismatic. You know, she's in modelling. Maybe she doesn't meet many. You know, interesting magicians. people. Just yeah. and, and also, it, his ticket sales magicians. are doing his ticket sales <laughs> are doing very well. His ticket sales. Maybe she's a fan of magic. We don't know. Maybe she dabbles in magic herself. I um I got the feeling that she's actually quite seems quite cool. I, I saw a few interviews with um, she did Letterman when she was quite young, when she was in her twenty, I think twenty, she was twenty one maybe, and um yeah she just seemed like she wasn't taking any any crap from anyone, and I thought That's she seemed quite quite interesting, which is quite romantic. I like the nerdy guy getting together with the the hot girl. No, I don't. That's every, I'm so bored of the nerdy guy and the hot... Show me a nerdy girl with a hot guy. You never see that. It's way more interesting. The beauty and the geek business. No, not for chance. I want to see a total dorky girl get with, like, I don't know, Zac Efron. Very Seth Rogen rom-com, isn't it? Yeah, it's mm. every rom-com. And every TV show was a schlubby guy with a hot girl. Yeah. David Copperfield is to blame. <laughs> he's, the, he's the reason why... What you may call it? Those awful TV shows exist. He's responsible for Judd Apatow's career. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, so I, there's some bit. There were interviews with both of them post split where they talked about it. So um, he said, David said, it's like every relationship. We both had careers and dreams that took us apart, and like a million other couples, we're still really good friends. She's a very, very nice person. I care about her very, very much. And we're just doing our own things. Was it 99 when um, the Masked Magician show aired and that was the end of his... Oh, his... yeah. Maybe. Because they really went for him. That was, you know, most of it, the root, the stuff was his, his tricks. Yeah, So Masked Magician, did. tell us what, what that was. That was a great show. So it was a exposing magician's tricks. And it was really, really controversial because before then most tricks had been you know the secrets of tricks had never been shown talked about and this was a national tv show worldwide it sold worldwide and um yeah it was just exposing loads and loads of illusions stage illusions illusions mm. essentially and um yeah and so loads and loads of people whose career was based solely on those secrets seemingly was ruined 
I don't know if it was exactly the case because I don't, you know, if it's on a TV show like that, you sort of forget how those tricks work in the first place. hundred percent. I totally agree. I watched every single episode and loved it. I can't remember a single thing that was in that episode. Yeah. And also you go to watch the show of it all. And anyways, you go to watch the whole kind of, it's like saying our wrestling's fake. Like, yeah, we know we're here to be entertained. We don't care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So showing that it's a trick, we don't really care. We all know, it's especially as now, like in the old days, in sort of like the vaudeville times, you could sort of get away with saying that it is, there is spiritualism. There is some sort of magic going on. There's this magic of science is often used. They're saying, you know, this new types of sciences. They're saying, oh, electricity is helping this person do this, this particular the thing when it was all all fake now we all know that it is it's we're in an age where everything we have so much information everything can be explained in some way you know almost everything that i think actually good magic now is saying you know that i know that you know but i'm still going to fool you you are still going to have that amazing feeling that we know that there that these certain methods exist yeah, you can't. It can't. We know it's know, a trick, it. but it's still just fun. Yeah, you're still going to have an amazing like time. David didn't like that though. No, David Copperfield did not like that. And and we never really, we never really saw who the masked magician was. So maybe the masked magician was what? Claudia. Claudia Schiffer. Claudia. It could have been. <laughs> she was going undercover. He was very mm. tall. So yeah, either she was. Tall. She was the masked magician, or she sat down. She watched the masked magician, and she felt so betrayed. By David, she was like, we're done. What do you mean I, there's someone hiding behind that thing? I like it being her. That was her whole... That's why she got together with him. Her whole plan was, you just wait. Go stick her for six years, learn all your tricks, and then make you, millions you of TV, TV shows for one but season. I've got a TV special up my sleeve too. Don't you worry, you David. You just wait. You just keep giving me those blueprints, and I'll just sit tight. Thank you very much. Oh, I've got a lot more respect for Claudia. What a legacy. <laughs> All David Copperfield has is Big Bang Theory, basically inspired by him. So <laughs> Sam, we have to, we come to the big question of the podcast. Why do you think they split? Oh, yeah, I'm not all. Oh, let me have a little think. Can, I, can, can you come back to me on that? <laughs> Why can't they make it work? She's the most beautiful woman in the world. He can mm. control he amazing ticket elements. sales. Yeah, he had amazing mm. ticket sales. Control elements with his mind. Can I think because, he can walk through the oh, Great Wall of China. Yes, he God could. Sake. Exactly. That's true. I think because essentially it seemed like they never really, well, they never met each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they actually... That does I, seem I, to be key. Seems so, so, so much evidence points to the fact that neither of them actually ever met each other. <laughs> They spent six years trying to find a break. They both had matching dates on. It's like, oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah, got very busy I diaries. Up. Forget it. I mean, this yeah. can't make the calendars work. I don't think it's going to work. You heard for about us, the I'm ticket afraid. sales, Claudia? Five hundred <laughs> dates a year. That's more than there are days. Where's he going to see Claudia? She's off on the fashion shows. I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> I feel that's probably the reason, Claudia. What do you do? You think it's something else? Do you, I, I'm sure you you probably. Well, so I'll read what Claudia said about it. She said, it was our work schedules that ended the relationship. Told you. (laughs) It's very difficult when you're both so much into your careers because you don't want to say no to any opportunity. But David is one of my best friends. He was my first love. So he'll always be very special to me. That's sweet. That seems a lot sweeter than what he said. Mm -hmm. After the split, Claudia went on to marry British producer Matthew Vaughan. And she's got children. And mm-hmm. um, David got together with a, another model, 28 years his junior. They had a daughter in 2010. He also has two other children, 
from a previous relationship. And also, I think it's fair to say there have been quite sort of um, unpleasant allegations about how he's treated other women that have come okay. to, to light recently. That sort are, of from his heyday. Yes, that he maybe okay. hasn't the greatest track record when it comes to women. Okay. Very well said. <laughs> I don't want Very to know more about well that. Trod, trod. You really trod that across there. Very delicate. You held that. You held that tray very, very delicately. <laughs> I levitated that tray. You did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No drinks were spilt there at all. Very good. Now, obviously, we are just talking about the context of this relationship, but you can also take maybe other things that we have learned about David Copperfield <laughs> into how you answer this question. When we ask you, obviously, in every mm-hmm. relationship, every breakup, there are winners and there are losers. There are people mm-hmm. who did really well and there's people that you still kind of worry about. So in the great split between Claudia Schiffer and David Copperfield, who thrived and who do you think simply survived? Well, <laughs> as as a, as a as a you know member of the Brotherhood of uh, <laughs> I, I do feel like I should support magicians, but I really you know I think I think she's she's a much she's the winner here. She's uh, she comes out much better than he does. Um, do you know what I mean? I think she's thrived. Uh, she just seems like a cool cool little cat. Yeah, which is really really fun. And uh, yeah, although he is, you know, he's a practitioner of an art that I really like. And yeah. I think I think he's I think he's surviving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tra- I'm carrying this tray across the uh, precipice as well here. I don't know what's on the tray, so I'm just going to leave it the tray. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't need to carry this tray at all. Tray. No, no. But those drinks. I'll put this here. The drinks look a bit dirty, so I'm just going to leave <laughs> yeah, the glasses yeah. and all the drinks I won't be drinking any of them. Don't worry. <laughs> so I'm going to say that Claudia... Um, well, Claudia seems seems to be have a positive um, view of from most people towards her and also seems to have done well because her and Matthew Vaughn, that's a pretty... I've known that mm-hmm. them they're a pretty solid yeah. couple, aren't they? Yep, they're married, children. Yeah, they're married, kids, and that seems pretty... That's been solid for a long time. She does well. There's a little camera who's aged very well, very well indeed, actually. And um, whereas old Copperfield, or what's his actual real name? I feel like we shouldn't even call him Copperfield anymore. Kotkin. That sounds Kotkin. Old Kotkin has um, faded into obscurity, I would say at best. Because to be honest with you, if, I, if you had not told me about the allegations, I would just, in my mind, he has faded into obscurity. I don't think people, I don't think young, I don't think young people know who he is. I know we're near the end here, but do I have a chance to change my couple? <laughs> Matthew Vaughan. It's Matthew Vaughan and uh, Claudia They're still together. We can't. Oh no, can we not? Okay. Oh, oh, I see. Fair enough. I'll stick with these two then. <laughs> no, I think Claudia is definitely. We do have one more question for you, though, mm. before we send you away. Um, it's a question we ask all our guests. Uh, the the patron saint of our podcast. You may have heard of her, and she is momentarily taken off the market. But we don't see it lasting for long. We still think she hasn't found her true, true love. So I wonder if you can put your thinking cap on. Just imagine yeah. a person who mm. you think can match up to the one, the only. You know who I'm saying here. You know it's coming, Sam. Share. Talk to me. 
You're nodding. You've already thought of someone. You're thinking. I'm thinking. Well, because she's she's Vegas based. Maybe she's maybe, maybe nope, do not David. S- <laughs> set her up with. <laughs> hey, he's, look. He's, he's, he's too. A, he's busy. only down the road. He's only down the road. And look, we know that they're, they're, seemingly she doesn't even have to meet him. <laughs> maybe that is true. That is true. They can just have a love. He he will give her some great quotes about his ticket sales. And I don't see Cher enjoying magic. You didn't get rid of that wall. It's right here. She wouldn't, she, she wouldn't buy any of it. Okay, well, I'd Liberty suggest right them, now, but honey. yeah. Okay, fine. Well, I think that's probably, yeah. I think that might, I'm, that's what I'm going to suggest. <laughs> no, you can't. Give her can some good. Okay. Who else is, who else is based in, in Vegas? Is there other, is there any other sort of like. got to be in Vegas. She'll try. No, but I like the idea. I like the yeah. idea of them sort of, you know, Vegas sort of thing. Adele? Mm. Gen- Adele? Gender's not Adele. an issue. Adele. Yeah, okay, Adele might be quite fun. Yes. That's a fun one. They'd be great duets. Wouldn't uh, they? Yeah, uh, let's go for Adele. Imagine, oh my God, imagine. I mean, I think gay men might explode if Adele and Cher went on tour together. I don't know what would happen. In Vegas? Bloody hell. Jesus. There we go. Good yeah, work. I like that one. Oh, Great da- stuff. Uh, I was about to say, Dad David, why was I... I was, I was about to go, David, thanks for being on book. <laughs> Turns out, actually, it's all along... <laughs> What an illusion. Oh, my, my God. My ticket sales. My ticket sales. <laughs> Sam, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, where can our listeners find you? Is there Have you got anything coming up that you're excited about? Oh, no. <laughs> cool. No, no, of course. Uh, you can find me, uh, yeah, uh, Sam Fletcher Esquire on all the socials. Um, I do a podcast as well called Ooh. The Comedy Walking Tour. That uh, Gronya has actually been a, a guest on. Yes, um, nice. We go for a walk. We go for a walk to different places as like a little tour, little audio book sort of tour. You know, like when you go to a gallery and you sort of listen to yeah. people talk. But it's it's two two idiots and um, oh, I love it. And that's the idea. And we went to the uh, the Museum of London, didn't we, Gronya? I am my happy place. But it's now moving, isn't it? So we, well, you know, it needs to keep up to date. It to might come need for a to... sequel. Yeah, for the, the new to. place. So I cannot go. wait. I am so. I, 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 people have been coming up to me saying, "Oh, you know, it's moving." I'm like, "Yeah, I knew that two years ago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's going near the Barbican. Yeah, I know this. I know this spot, Leadenhall Market. Yes, it's going to be a lot of it. Will be underground. I'm excited too. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, the quadruple the size. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But will it have a Georgian uh, Boxall Pleasure Garden with, you know, little video displayed on the wall about people going, oh, hello, fancy seeing you here. (laughs) So, hey, if you want to hear more of this kind of stuff. (laughs) That's a little sneak preview. Yeah, it basically is. That's literally (laughs) Um, Gronny was the only Tune person on the, on the guest who do, who's been do, who was doing voices was doing voices like we were in different times she does like doing voices absolutely brilliant it, yeah, she's got a lot of skills very very good cool. oh, check out check out the podcast <laughs> uh, well it's been an absolute pleasure oh it's been a pleasure having you as well thank you so much thank you Sam thank you The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So 
email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The, the way, way they, they were. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.